Hello and welcome. This is exciting. Welcome to the first event of our newest global GEG event, Open Chat with Google for Education Certified Trainers. I'm Leslie Altman from Australia Down Under and I'm a Google for Education Certified Trainer and Innovator. I'm a GEG leader for Mid-North Coast here in Australia and co-founder of Global GEG. But before we begin this event, I'd really like to just pause and give an acknowledgement of country. So as an Australian host, I'm honoured to continue the custom of respectful acknowledgement of the traditional owners of this land. Here on the boundary of two great nations, the Gumbangya people to the north and Dangadi people to the south, these traditional custodians have lived and loved and cared for this land for thousands of years, and I pay respect to the Gumbanga and Dangadi elders, both past and present. So thank you everyone for joining us here. Uh, please introduce yourselves in the chat, um, add your name, Twitter handle, where you're from, and come and say hi and get ready to ask us some questions. So let's first meet our panel, Google for Education Certified Trainers, Pili, and Becky, you're there, and Gerardo and Lewis, there you are. Hi, thanks Hi. for coming. I'm so excited. So would each of you um, introduce yourselves in any whatever, no particular order, um, so we can meet you. So Lewis, can we hear you, Lewis? I was going to say ladies first, like a gentleman. <laughs> and start from the bottom up. Becky goes first. Okay, Becky, right. introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. Uh, good afternoon if you're uh, where I'm at. Otherwise, happy Friday or Saturday. I know it's Saturday for some of you. My yeah. name is Becky Calling. I'm in Southern California. I'm an instructional coach as well as a Google for Education certified trainer and Google for Education certified coach. I just became a trainer oh, back in March, and I'm really excited to be here with all of you. Uh, really quickly, I'm also GEG uh, SoCal leader and global GEG leader. Hello, everybody. My name is Pilar Hernandez. I live in Monterrey, Mexico. I am one of the leaders of GEG Nuevo Leon, which is launching tomorrow or for Australians uh, later on today, I guess. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I have been a trainer since uh, October 2019, and I am also part of Global GG, so I'm very happy to be here. Hi, everybody. I am Gerardo Navarrete. I live in Campeche, Mexico, and I am a trainer from since last year. And I am so happy to be here. I am also GEG leader in Campeche, and I, I am part of Global GEG Leaders too. Uh, I am technology consultant, and I teach in universities. Good day. Okay, so my name is Luis Pertuz. I am um, a, I've been a Google certified trainer since I'm not sure if it's like December 2017 or January 2018. It's like right there. Um, I'm also a Google certified uh, innovator since last year, like a, a year and a bit ago. 
Um, along with Leslie up here, I am a co-founder of Global GEG. And I'm also the leader of GEG Barranquilla, which is my local hometown, which is in the northern tippy top of Colombia. Uh, proud home of Shakira and uh, Sofia Vergara. So just to give you an idea. And um, we were planning on having an awesome time. Thank you. This is wonderful. I'm just having a look at the chat here. I can see Christia. Hi, from Sydney 19. Yay, Sydney 19. And Philomena, thank you so much for coming. Darren's in here. So many global GEG people uh, that have come to celebrate with us. So I'm just going to give you a brief outline of what's going to happen. We've got four sessions and you'll get to hear the panel talk about um, their experiences about applying for and working as a trainer. And we're going to have monthly live events just like this, which will be followed by a few Google Meets on the same day. So two weeks later, there'll be a range of Google Meets that will hopefully uh, suit your time zone. And that's where you can join in, uh, you know, more informally and you can turn your mics on and you can ask the panels so you can um, uh, reach out for support. So don't feel like we're going to rush through this event because our intent is to, you know, raise awareness and plant some seeds for further discussions in two weeks' time in the meets. But now it's our absolute pleasure to announce that we have not one but two amazing guests from Google who've come along to help us celebrate this launch. So first, let's introduce you to May Ju from the US. She's Google for Education Program Manager for GEGs and trainers around the world. And May has been an amazing support and, uh, you know, for all of us here at Global GEG, and she's an inspiration for me as a leader. So welcome, May. Hi. Thank you so much, Leslie. I appreciate you guys having me here today. Um, I think I had, Leslie, you asked me to drop in some slides and I don't, yeah, okay, someone is on the back end. Thank you. I think Becky or someone, I appreciate it. So yeah, hi everyone. So uh, my name is May. I probably have met a lot of you guys already virtually, um, but I am uh, here at Google for Education and I lead our GEG program that a lot of you guys have talked about, including um, what global GEG is a, is a part of our overall GEG. And it's been wonderful working with you, Abed and Leslie, on, you know, the, since the start of global GEG, which is so great. Um, and I lead our trainer program here, which I know from the intros, a lot of you guys um, have been trainers for a year or two or a couple more. Um, so it's really wonderful to see that. And uh, I love my job. I love being here and I love connecting with you educators. So yeah, I can't really remember what other slides I put in here. So if you go to the next slide, let me see what I wanted to talk through. Um, okay, yeah. So just a quick thing here. Um, some Leslie was nice enough to let me introduce myself. And so just some background. Um, when I came into Google for Education, so I was already at Google for two and a half years before that. Um, I had a finance degree. And so I came in doing compensation, which is um, like paying people. So for me in general, I was in charge of new hires. So new people, new Google people, which we call here Nooglers. I'm sure you guys have heard that term. Uh, I'm the person who decides how much that Noogler gets paid. Obviously not just like from my brain, but like from a, a set of rules and things that we do. So 
that was I was a compensation analyst. Um, but previous to that, I was teaching. So I taught high school math. Um, and I have many stories about that that I'm sure I can, you know, chat with you guys about. Um, but so basically, I was really into education and wanted to come back to education. And luckily, a position at Google for Education freed up. So I came in and I actually uh, created and led the launch of what you see here is transformation report. So um, I will, after I present, I will dig it up um, the URL for what transformation report is, but uh, it's more to cater to admin. So maybe like Abid would have seen it, but it's a report for schools to be able to track what their teachers and students are doing. Um, then I got pregnant and then I went on maternity leave and which is why I snuck in a picture of my daughter who's almost two now. Her name's Joyelle. And she, uh, when I came back from mat leave, which was six months after I had her, um, there was a switch up within our team. And so my, um, I, I got a completely different job. So I was supposed to come back to my baby project of transformation report, but they were like, oh, you know, some shifts happen. So now you're gonna lead the trainer program and then the GEG program. And initially, to be honest, it was a shock and I wasn't super pleased because I liked my job before I went on mat leave. But I can't even begin to tell you, and I've told my manager and the team this like a million times, but. I feel like I'm meant to be the person for our trainer group and I'm meant to do GEGs because it is, it's, I treat work like a fun project and it's like my hobby that I do. So every work that I do is really interesting to me. I love reading about education and then in, in blogs and books and things like that. And then now I get to connect with educators like you all. So that really is a dream and, I'm happy to now be with our trainers and our GEG leaders. So yeah, thank you all those who are watching for, um, and especially the host here for just being so great to me and making me love my job. And yes, Louise said, I can say next slide. So next slide. Yes. Um, so yeah, the Google certified trainer program, I think, um, you, you know, people are the posts here are going to talk a lot more about it throughout the rest of the, um, this event here. So I'm not going to jump into it. There is a link. I'm not sure if you guys are sending out the deck afterwards. So maybe I'll also try to link it in the chat. But there is a page that we have that talks all about what certified trainers are, how do you apply, like what credentials you need to apply. And then, um, yeah, like some benefits that come out of it. Next slide for me, please, Louise. Um, and then, so yeah, that leads me to the trainer program benefits. I use Darren and Ben. I don't know if they're here, but I use them as a as an example here. But these are a few things that you get when you become a trainer. So like the trainer badge, I'm sure those who aren't trainers have definitely connected with people who are trainers and have noticed those little, you know, used to be that square badge. And now it's like this G badge thing. Still cool, but different, but cool. Um, there is, you can appear in our EDU directory, which is the picture that I linked for Darren and Ben, um, where educators everywhere can find you and, you know, ask you to help train or do things like that. So you basically establish a better, a bigger presence through Google channel. You have your own demo domain. And now this past couple months, we hooked the trainers up with an enterprise domain, which is awesome because a lot of districts, they don't have enterprise. And so this way people can play around with things like breakout rooms. 
Um, of course, you'll get to join an ex exclusive uh, membership, like exclusive committee that uh, Leslie, Becky, and basically every single person here, you know, are on and it's awesome. And um, I feel like, yeah, I just, I really can't say it enough how helpful people have been to each other. And it's, it warms my heart to see just um, people jumping in to respond to questions, people going out of their way to include someone into uh, a group or a member or, you know, a, a, a project or something like that. So I think of these points here, that fourth bullet probably is the main reason why you should join our community. Um, we have cool partnership opportunities. So again, the Global GEG, Abe Louise, Leslie led uh, the junior training series with Google that we help promote. And so really cool things um, that you guys are doing, the trainers, innovators, and GEG leaders, that is actually my number one goal here at Google is to spotlight you guys and um, really showcase your resources so that we can scale out. So not just one to, you know, show that I appreciate you and show how valuable you are, but two, more importantly, is to scale out your resource to everybody because like the junior training series, maybe if, you know, without Google broadcasting it at our you know, yearly event, maybe only a pocket of people would have known. But because Google broadcasted, there was like 80,000 plus views um, and people are using it everywhere. And I know um, there are folks, I think Philo in Italy who are translating that into Italian and have already done that. So people are just doing wonderful things with uh, partnerships with Google. And I just, I hope that we can continue to expand that more. Um, this is something new to the sixth point is top quality PD. And so we've partnered up with uh, some partners here on our end to really give you guys training. And it, it's hard because trainers are already the top people of our products. So imagine how hard it is to like train someone who's an expert at training, but we're able to, you know, really pick out the best PD partner for this and to really pick out the content that's useful to you guys. And then the last thing, this is also pretty new, is that we've partnered up with a ton of edtech tools or edtech companies. Um, I don't want to name them here, but they've given us free subscription to their membership that's a year long. And usually, you know, some of them are like $30 a month that our trainers are all getting for free. So yeah, thank you, Leslie, for letting me talk for so long, but I, I'm, I'm really passionate about our, our program. And I think these are such great benefits that um, people find useful when they're in our program. No, thank you so much, May. That's just, that that's so wonderful to have you here. And uh, um, you were talking about perhaps, and I'm not sure whether you're still going to do this, but you were going to yeah. share something. Let, let me... Um, a yeah, video. let me preface that Were real quick. Yeah, because Avid, yeah, Avid is kind of getting it all ready. So while he's getting it, yeah, ready, for sure. So this is uh, uh, it. It really is a sneak peek, and um, I've shared this with folks on my internal team already, um, and they are pushing me to upload this on the Google for Education YouTube channel so that they can promote on social media. And then they were telling me earlier this week, but I remember I already promised Leslie and Becky that like, this is the place we're gonna sneak peek this. So I was like, no, you have to wait till 4 p.m. PST today after
after this presentation. Uh, but it's, it's, oh, wow. <laughs> it's a video that uh, seven global trainers put together and Pilly is one of them. So Pilly, I don't wherever you are, you know, you'll you'll be able to see this. But I'm super proud of the trainers who uh, put this together. And it's a video that we're going to showcase on our teacher center. So the main trainer page that can really excite people to encourage them to apply. So I'll stop talking and then Abed, thank you so much. Okay, thanks Abed. Hi, my name is Bill Vaca. My name is Joel and Judy Kim. My name is Kimberly Lane Clark. I'm Darren Wadden. My name is Pilar Hernandez. My name is Al Thomas. I am Dr. Tiffany McCoy Thomas. When I was looking for the ways to meet my students and trainees needs the best, visualize their thoughts and ideas and amplify their joy of learning, no matter how long I have them in my classes. I first heard about the Google Certified Trainer Program from a colleague and was encouraged to apply to the program because of the work I was doing, presenting at conferences, workshops, and within my district. I would train teachers in small groups during our planning prep after school hours and during our district-wide professional development opportunities. I came to the Google Trainer Program as the direct result of our district initiative to increase the number of level one and level two Google certified educators. And the reason I joined was to help my fellow teachers take the most advantage out of the ethnic tools that I could show them. Our Google for Education certified trainers are the leading experts in using Google tools. Our community empowers other educators to learn and use Google tools to make their classrooms more efficient, improve student outcomes, and foster leadership skills. Do not fear the failure of the exam. Actually, I failed my first trier of a level two exam, and that experience made me more passionate in learning and teaching. Just pretend like you're talking to another colleague in your classroom. I would recommend firstly, getting used to using a video editing tool. Your videos don't have to be Oscar worthy, but the ability to edit afterwards does take a lot of the pressure off uh, and you don't have to worry about getting it right in one take. Be yourself in the video. Allow your personality to shine through. In your trainer application, make sure that all your documents and videos are publicly accessible. Make sure your level one level two, and trainer skills assessment certifications are all valid too. For the level one and level two certification exams, our teacher center is absolutely the best resource for you. The trainer program has been a great place to connect with educators around the world and to help me grow as a facilitator of professional development. Integration of technology is critically important to making sure student proficiency increases. Having the ability to do that from the perspective of a Google trainer has been really important. It's enabled me to grow and the certified trainer community is like one big family and they will push you and support you in both your professional and your personal goals. As a trainer, you will become connected with passionate, like-minded leaders and even receive benefits like top-notch training to build your training skills, free licenses to popular edtech tools, and opportunities to partner closely with Google for Education. You will also be able to receive early access to some product features and be the first to know upcoming releases. Also, 
Take advantage of the many partnership opportunities from Google because your feedback is highly valued. If at first you don't succeed, try again. You're going to love being part of this community. Being a part of the community changed my life, and I definitely know that it will change yours. How about that? We got to see it first. That's so exciting. Thank you so much. And well, Pilly was there. Um, uh, and Darren, another one of our global GEG buddies, he was there as well. That's so exciting. Yeah, what do you guys think? Oh, that's it really is good. It's very clear, it's calm, it's inviting. Um, that's going to really do well with, you know, with people who are trying to apply for trainer and thinking, what the heck am I getting myself into? That, that's great, mate. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, well it really is all of the educators. I They they forced me, uh, Bill and Al, when they were recording or putting the, the, the final thing together, they were like, you got to record, use your voice. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Can someone else do it? But they're <laughs> like, no, I think you should do it. So that's the worst part for me of the video. But I just want to shout out the educators. I think, wow, they their, their content, the stuff that they said was just so good. And yeah, thank you so so much for showcasing this. And I Ooh. now after this, I'm gonna go put it up on the YouTube channel. But you guys can know that you're the first ones to watch this. Thank so. you so much. That, and, that's and really. I, I, think, I think all of us want to say thank thank you to you for for really showcasing um, the, the the program and, and and celebrating us. I mean that that video itself is just uh, a huge testament to 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 all of the the passionate trainers that that you've got all around the world and um and and it's so great to see that celebrated thank you so much that means a lot to me for sure thank you thanks so much i'm just looking at the chat here there's uh, uh, some questions coming in here now and that's an interesting question here from sherelle uh, i'm not sure if i'm saying your name correctly i hope i am and she says does google have trainer mentors Mm, no trying yeah. to, kind of trying to do that here i suppose it it you know taking on that role as support and mentor and i think i think when we you know when we discussed this we wanted to do a live event and then we realized it was going to cut out uh, a lot of people having that um you know turn your mic on and come and have a chat so that's when i think it was becky that said well why don't we do both let's do a meet as well so maybe that's going to be an opportunity for um anyone who uh, of the trainers who hop on are going to be that mentor that's that's i like the way she put that together yeah it's a great idea thanks darren yeah, for sure. I, I think, we, yeah, like you said, we don't have anything official now, but I, I do think you guys, the Global GEG, as you know, you're doing this, this was not my idea, you know, this was your idea. And then remember you ran that L1 bootcamp, L2 bootcamp, which is crazy. So it's really organic the way mentors are developed like you mm -hmm. all. So yeah, I mean, in the future, we definitely can look to build in more into our program. But for now, I think you guys should consider yourselves mentors and you are mentoring people along the way. So yeah. Uh, thank, thanks so much, Mo. That that was just that that was wonderful. And um, so um, I'd like to bring on our um, our next guest, uh, Googler, Chris Betcher from Australia, who's going to join us here and um, follow on May's inspirational um, 
session there. Chris is a program manager for G Suite Adoption in Australia and New Zealand. And I've known Chris, I don't know, maybe for 20 years, perhaps, I don't know. Um, And he's been a rock in my professional development. He's been, you know, kind of my mentor, whether he knew it or not. Um, And I can't thank him enough for all the support and encouragement he's given me and uh, for Global GEG. So welcome, 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 Chris. Oh, thanks, Leslie. Yeah, it's funny. I, I was writing a book years ago and I was trying to reach out to some experts in the field and everyone kept saying to me, you need to speak to Leslie Altman. She's amazing. So that's where we first met. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Thanks for having so, me. Um, I don't yeah, know what so- I'm going to add to, to what May's already said because she's done a great job of covering everything she needs to, needs to say about the program for sure. Absolutely. But Chris, you ran a workshop last year. Now, I've only been a a trainer since June last year. And I was all ready to put my application in. I thought I'd, you know, I'd nailed it, I thought. And then you ran that fantastic workshop, which was like another mentor program. And I think it was the first time in Australia it had been run. Can you tell us about that, please? I, I have a feeling it might have been the first time globally we ran it. It was oh. it was actually like the week that I started at Google or something. Like it was really it was. I started in Google in May and it was like a week or two later. And um yeah, so we ran a uh, we ran a workshop at the Google office in Sydney on how to become a trainer and we covered all of the we basically took the trainer course that exists online in the teacher center and sort of turned it into a uh, full day face to face course. I think it was only one day. Yeah, it was one day and it was um, really beneficial because we carved our way through each part of the application. Yeah, yeah, and gave people time to sort of, you know, practice and talk and, and brainstorm and think and uh, people were starting to put together their sort of, you know, ideas for their training videos and learning what it meant. And the, the thing about the trainer course or the thing about that, well, the trainer course in general, I think, you know, um, people sometimes say things to me like, I'll, I'll come to the trainer course because I want to learn more about Google tools. It's like, no, no, that's not what it's about. Do your level one, level two. That's learning about the tools. Like by the time you come to the trainer course, you should have that stuff nailed. Coming to the trainer course is not about learning how to you know, use Google Docs better. It's all about how to train people better. It's all about understanding the psychology of training. How do you work with adults as opposed to kids? How do you design training programs? How do you evaluate them, design feedback forms? Um, and, and how do you take the ideas of understanding how to do things in software um, and explain them to people in a way that makes sense so that they get inspired to go and, and, and use it themselves. So I think that was the, that's always the focus of the trainer program is, um, you know, how do, we, how do we teach people to be good trainers rather than to know about the software? Mm. Yeah, that you've nailed it there. You really have. And I think that's such an important aspect and that really came through on that workshop day and it it well it made me go back to my um room uh, i was uh, i was renting a room that night for uh the workshop because it was on a weekend i think <clears throat> i went back and i cleaned up my um application a lot and um and then i thought well that was june and i i became a trainer at the end of june last year so i'm still a baby trainer and um uh then i thought you know this was so great that I thought, well, maybe I could do something very informal and I ran some meets. I think I ran ran four sessions over uh, last year and I, I called it an open tra- chat with trainers and um, and people came on board and we went through the application and you really inspired me to to kind of spread that, uh, uh, you know, that, that kind of training, training the trainers in a way 
to support other people. Um, so that, and this is that's why I thought, well, now we're in global GEG land with all of these wonderful trainers and educators that we could reach out to more people. Yeah. It's interesting that workshop you're referring to. I think I, there was about 30 or 40 people there, I think. And um, a really significant number of them went on to become trainers. So obviously, you know, it, it was a good formula. And um, we've since, we had planned to rerun that again this year. But of course, everybody's plans sort of got derailed this year for everything. Um, and so we turned it into an online course. So I know May worked with some people in the US to turn it into an online course. Um, I took that and uh, reworked it slightly for Asia Pacific and we actually turned it into a slightly different version of it. Uh, we ran it through Classroom uh, and have had partners delivering that trainer course uh, both here in Australia. We had um, Deploy Learning delivered here uh, and we've had other partners delivering it throughout uh, APAC. Um, and again, it seems really successful. People really mm. enjoy uh, the process of learning and, you know, becoming a trainer. And we've already yeah. had people come through those courses already and, and move into the training. Uh, yeah, excellent. A excellent, yeah. Chris, because, it, you know, we, we still need that mentorship to journey with us. And, um, and like, the, what we're doing here is not to take over what all those great training programs that you've been doing. It's, it's like it's enhancing. It's reaching oh, out to more. more. And, yeah. you know, like it, we... We can point people back to um, Googlers that they need to know. So thanks very much, Chris, for coming on and spending that time with us. That's that's great. And look, I've just I, I, we can't thank you enough, May and Chris, for taking that time out of your last night, May and Chris today, uh, for joining us and helping us celebrate this launch of the Global GEG Open Chat with Google for Education Certified Trainers. No so thanks very much. You can stick around and see what mischief yes, we're going to get up to. Thanks, Leslie, and all the GG Global team because um, you guys do far more than we can ever do on our own. So thanks. Oh, thanks, Chris. You've been such a great support. Thanks so much. <clears throat> now, the first of our four sessions, um, we're going to call, we called it the elevator pitch. And if you're not really sure about what an elevator pitch is, it's a quick response to a question that's posed in a very short amount of time. So imagine you're in an elevator and someone asks you a question, me, uh, <clears throat> and your response needs to be given in about 30 or 40 seconds uh, in that time frame, and so hence the name. So I'm going to ride the elevator and I'm going to see who steps in first. Oh, no, I'm so glad that you came into the elevator here. How hey, Lizzie. Fine, fine. Can't complain. So, hi. Now we've only got about <clears throat> we've only got about four floors here before you have to get out. Um, okay. But I want to ask you: Did becoming a trainer impact on your personal and professional growth? Yeah, you know, there's this saying that they say that you dress for the job you want and not for the job you have. Well, in my case. It wasn't getting dressed. It was getting the title of certified trainer. It really helped me craft the position that I wanted at my job instead of the position that I had, because I used to be, um, I used to be like just a normal like computer teacher, and then I started helping out with a, a friend who's also a trainer and also an innovator and all that sort of stuff. We started moving our school towards G Suite. And then we did all that training and we, we took it upon ourselves to do it. And then we said, well, we already did this. We should get certified. And that's basically it. So we really crafted, a, we, it helped us craft the role that we wanted to have in school. 
Oh, that that's so great, Lewis. And look, oh, this is your oh, there's your there's your floor. So, <laughs> so I'm here in the elevator alone. And let's see who else goes. Pilly, hi, how are you? I'm so hi. glad that you stepped into the elevator. I've got a question to ask you. Go ahead. Before you have to step out. So yes. why uh, why be a trainer when you are a classroom teacher and not an administrator? Because some yeah, people are wondering way. whether they have to be an administrator. What can you say about that? I forgot to say that when I presented myself to anybody who doesn't know me, I'm a ninth grade chemistry teacher and I applied to become a trainer even though I have no administrative position in my school. But I, I have noticed that my fellow teachers um, prefer to um, ask a colleague like myself than to whoever is in charge of EdTech. So I wanted to have the opportunity and knowledge to help them out. I've always been um, good enough to share. Well, I don't wanna, I don't wanna say like I'm good enough to share, but like I'm, I'm very good at, at just like, I find something and I wanna share it out. And I thought that if I had the trainer position um, or certification, certification mostly, I could gain more knowledge and have more opportunity to learn more so I could share more. So basically it was just to help out, to help out my friends, my friend teachers. Oh, that's so great. Thanks, yeah. Pilly. Thanks so much. And Oh, look, there's your floor. There's my floor. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, this is great riding up and down the elevator. So who's going to join in? Who's stepping into the elevator now? Ah, Gerardo, how are you? Hi, Leslie, I'm fine. How are you? So, Gerardo, I, uh, that's great. I, I'm so glad that you stepped in the elevator because I've got a question to ask you. So what was the biggest challenge for you when you applied to be a trainer? Oh, let me, see. Let me tell you, when I applied to be a trainer, I was CIO in my university. So I, I have... I, really really heavy workload and my biggest challenge was were um find enough time to prepare my documents and decide which training i will go to use for the for, for applying and also the time for record my video really my biggest challenge was time but in my university we were working to be the first reference university in Mexico. So many work, a lot of work, but really excited to be a trainer. I encouraged some of our teachers and I was the last one to ah. apply for trainer. Ah, thank you. Thank you so much. That's great. Gerardo, that's great. Shining a light on, on that, those challenges is really helpful for other people who are considering to be a trainer. And um, and then, uh, oh, there's oh. your floor. Bye. Floor. Bye, Leslie. Now, who else is going to step into my elevator? I'm, oh, Becky, hi, how are you? This is exciting. I've got a question to ask you. In the application, it talks about Googliness. And so what does Googliness mean for you? How did you approach that in the application? You need your sound. 
Oh, all my equipment for saying hello. Yes. Okay. Thank you. There we go. We've got a weird elevator. Um, no, all of my excitement or oh, sorry. Whoa. Um, when I saw googliness on the application, I'll be honest, I was incredibly scared. I read that and thought like, wow, you've got to be next level Google expert. Does that mean I need to be like making extensions and doing all of that? And then I realized as I'm Googling, what is Googliness? I did do that. I Google a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I realized Googliness doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the Google apps and the Google products. It's what makes you stand out? What makes you you? And why should you be a trainer? So for me, it was the fact that I'm willing to jump in and help people out. I might not know how to do everything, but I'm willing to step up, give it a try and think outside the box. Hey, we need mentors for this. So I love that I see in the chat, like, mm -hmm. let's get us some mentors or we need, um, we need a, a community of practice for this. Hey, let's pull that together. It's that like, for me, I am the person who is ready to dive head first and see what can we make happen which could happen with anything. It doesn't have to be Google. So it's just what makes you, you. Absolutely. Thanks so much because, you know, you've been such a great, you have been such a rock setting this idea together. I mean, I've, I thought up these, you know, four ideas that maybe would be helpful for presentation and Becky just dived in and she said, hey, we could tease it out here and we could do uh, some more with it. So I really, really appreciate that. And um, and we've had um, so not only are we at the at the floor that we're supposed to be at, but let's have a look at the chat. Uh, there's a lot of questions coming in here, um, and you know, before we, yeah, go on. Before we pull up questions, can I pull in the other trainers? Yes, please. Come on, pull them in. I'm having a look at the chat here. And um, how did you do this? We're on different floors. What do you mean we're on I the know. same floor right now? Wonderful. Magic. Because, because we are trainers and we have a bell. <laughs> We can do anything. Just that. So um, if you were in the elevator, what would what question would you ask? Pop it in the chat if there is a question because we're still building uh, our momentum. We're still building uh, questions and ideas that we can reach out and support you. So if you have a question, I wonder what it would be in the elevator there. If there is a question. Yeah. Um, Around the videos, actually, it's from Dave, and he's asking, uh, "Should I have someone do? I like that you call it a sanity check, but should I have someone do a sanity check on my three-minute video before submitting? Such a helpful community." Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the, the 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 video part is really daunting. However, uh, they're not asking for Steven Spielberg. <laughs> you don't have to hire some cinematographer or anything. As long as your personality shows through and you're honest in what you do and you like let your individual craziness shine, you'll do fine. Your googliness. Actually, I think that was the first video I ever. It took me yeah. about three hours. <laughs> I, I had to record several times because when I was recording, a phone call came or a succeed and. Absolutely. It is so it is so daunting when you think you've got it right. I had I had a bunch of uh, plover birds sitting outside my window here and she was screaming at her babies right outside my window. I mean, you know, like go away. 
So, it, it, um, but it kind of all came together, and and that's that's really a good question. If you see someone here that you feel comfortable with, um, direct message them. Everyone's got their oh, I haven't. Sorry, um, uh, their Twitter handle. Um, and if you just want to build up that mentor uh, relationship with someone, or come along to the meet in two weeks' time. So, um, uh, can I add to that really fast before we move on to the next one? I can yep. tell you that all of us trainers, we have all had people send us videos regularly. And so I honestly, I love it. I have no problem giving feedback on any video. And I know that's the same for all of us. And there are many trainers in the chat. Share your video. Don't be afraid to because it's only going to help you grow. Yeah. And we'll the, the, worst, the worst that can happen is we'll be honest with you. That's the worst that can happen. <laughs> and it just might be that little tweak that uh, makes a difference and, and helps you. So that last, uh, one of the last questions I want to attend to there, look everyone here, uh, that Philomena has said how, oh, it's gone. Oh, how sorry, did sorry. Becoming, thanks. <laughs> how did becoming trainer change your PLN? There you go. Who wants to take that one on before we move on to the next session? Okay, sometimes I want to say people, that people love to be trainers and they train their own people at their own school. But sometimes you'll also be contacted to reach out to other schools because if you appear in the in the in the directory, people might call upon you. And the other thing is, <clears throat> once you're a trainer, you're part of the trainer community, and the trainer community is an awesome resource. And just those thousands of trainers that are in the community will get you through all sorts of trouble because there's there's no question that either hasn't been asked. Or that can't be answered in the trainer community. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Mary's got a really good one there. Mary Manzano, hey, how are you? How long did it usually take to prepare your trainer? Well, it took me about six months because I got interrupted. I started it, stopped it, yeah. and then I came back to it. And um, no one at Google was upset. I can tell you that. It's not that I couldn't get it done. It's just that I got uh, detoured. Mine was a bit different. So we're all going to be on very different paths. Yeah. Mine took, after I had level one and level two, took me about two days. And it's yeah, only it because my job was training everyone on technology for so long. I had so much feedback in so many forms that I actually ended up having everything ready to go. So we're really on different paths. Mm -hmm. Two days, six months, some people two years. And there's no timeline. I, I actually remember uh, doing my level one um, I did the, the fundamentals training in about um, two weeks because I'm a, I'm a classroom teacher, so I had no time. So I waited until I had time to sit down and I was also a mom of a small kid. So I remember taking my exam like really late at night. Yeah. And, and I waited about six months to attempt level two because again, I had to wait for like a period of, of space and time where it would work for me. And I did it like, uh, faster. And I remember that for trainer, I took the trainer skills assessment at like 2 a.m. or 3 in the morning because yeah. <laughs> it was when everybody was asleep and I didn't have any distractions. No, but yeah, you. it was in a span of about um, one year, I guess. And not because I I couldn't like, you know, do it because of knowledge. It was because I couldn't do it because of time. So oh, it depends right. really on, on your life, basically. Absolutely. There, there, is, there is one thing for those of us who are outside the United States. Yeah. The trainer, the trainer assessment 
test is a little wee bit US centric. So you will have to learn about COPA and FERPA and HIPAA and all those weird uh, mm. things. So Acronyms, yeah. if you're outside of the States, bone up on that. Have yourself a cheat sheet just so you know which one does what. That's and, what and I did. Okay. Absolutely. So there's some <laughs> questions coming in here now that are going to lead us really nicely into our next session that we've called the spotlight session. So this will focus on a case study that's required for the application. And don't forget, you know, if you come and join us in more info, uh, the informal meet sessions, we'll be able to say, turn your mic on and explain what you mean. Um, so this spotlight session, um, is, as I said, is going to focus on the case study. So I'm going to invite, uh, you know, informally the, the panel to respond to some of the questions. And some of them are in the chat already about the case study that you find you're having to get together uh, for the application. Uh, you know, how do you differentiate for teachers? How do you collect feedback from teachers? And, and who actually, and I'm asking the panel to talk about who do they actually train? You know, are they training people in person? What well, you know, like normally, um, you know, do you train people in person or virtual? I do a lot of training virtually before we had to go virtual. Um, and, you know, like, do, do you train people in your GEG groups? So I'm just, um, I'm, I'm going to ask the panel to start informally. And in the chat, you answer some of those questions as well. Who do you train already? Um, you don't become a trainer to train. You are a trainer and you are gathering skills and gathering community. So um, it's up to you, panel. Who would you like to like to start first? Spotlight a session. Ah, oh, Pilly's ready. <laughs> yeah. I I started with um with like literally my friend at school, the one, you know, there's always a teacher you hang out with the most. So I started with with her, with helping her out. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um I started helping her and then uh other people, you know, like I found these, maybe I saw it for math and I was teaching something else, and maybe you can uh use it and so on and so forth. And then when I was preparing to become a trainer, like actually preparing for Google training, what I did was I asked uh, human resources and the edtech person in my in my school, uh, Marcia, hi, uh, she's my co-leader, Gigi Nolan, <laughs> one of them. Um, so I, I asked her to please give me a session so that I could train people. So I trained the... Um, the girls and ladies that are or were the kindergarten teachers of the school and they needed to prepare also for their level one certification because the school wanted to apply to become a reference school which we are and and yeah so i gave that training and we, it was like two or three days training i don't remember and i prepared my evidence with uh with an exit ticket google forms uh, I gave them like a pre pre forms to tell like to tell me how they were and then at the end how they felt at the end and that was um, that was actually my evidence for the for oh, the thanks, Pilly. thank yeah. you for that who else would like to spotlight something about the case study who else would like to go in next Lewis you ready well I I I I used to be that guy at school where people went so that I do stuff for them. And a uh, part of the, the, the whole push I've done into training is 
I'm going to sit by you. Well, not now because you can't, but I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to help you learn how to do it. Just not doing it, you know, not do it for you because that's not the idea. I don't want to be the person people run to. So to always do the same repetitive task, I'd rather you learn it so that it's a new task for you. So that would be awesome. And, and that has really helped my teachers become a little more self-dependent. And uh, of course, COVID has helped immensely because I can't go anywhere. I'm not going to allow people in my house. So they'd better, you know, they'd better get their, their act together and learn how to do the stuff by themselves. I'll help. I just won't do it for them. Absolutely. And empowerment is a big part of training. It really is. Um, who else would like to step up for the spotlight session? Drum roll. So, Becky, you ready? Yeah, unmute yourself again. Yeah, I, I did it. I unmuted this time. I, I got you. Uh, <laughs> as far as my spotlight session, I, I've been focused on all of the trainings for when we went to uh, virtual teaching. And so I was training all of our teachers at once. And that's 300 and some teachers in my district on each of the different tools and finding ways to make it manageable for teachers without trying to throw everything at them in a two day time period. And uh, so, so it was a fun challenge, but it really did make it so that I could kind of break down what was most important and start there and really meet teachers where they are. And that's what I find is most helpful. If you can figure out ways to meet teachers where they are, you're going to see the most success in your sessions. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Becky. Um, uh, so Gerardo, have, yes, here he is here. Gerardo, step up to the spotlight session. Thank you, Leslie. You know, before before I, I become trained, I became trainer, I I have I have to train all the teachers in my university around seven hundred, and my my first job was was to train the teachers who helped me to train. So if I have been a trainer before, I am sure that I could be do it better. I, I could do it better. So the, the feedback always had to be from a Google form really after the sessions because the people is spontaneous and you know, they answer real answers, not whatever they are thinking when you yeah. send the form. That's yeah. my experience, Leslie. Absolutely. Thank you, Gerardo. So we've just had a spotlight session on um, just very quick. As I said, we're just raising awareness uh, from these great educators talking about, particularly about that case study and who they're working with. Um, and there are questions coming in there as well. I have backing from my school, says Dave. Excellent. It is exciting times and, you know, trying to be positive in these times. Um, and we are available online for our teachers and for our students uh, throughout this uh, year. And it has really changed the way we put together our professional learning. Uh, so don't forget, we can, if you come and join one of our meets in two weeks' time, we can get to chat and develop these, uh, you know, these ideas and these questions uh, more 
uh, in two weeks' time. So our third session, we're up to our third session. We're going to call, we've called it Lights, Camera, Action. And guess what? The panel's going to, um, the panel's going, not thank you yet. The panel's going to uh, have a look at, uh, the panel's going to share their, um, you know, their experiences with putting that video together. And very quickly, um, you know, like just, uh, that seems to be the biggest the biggest hiccup that people find, it's a barrier and it really doesn't have to be. It just needs to be, you know, talking to the camera as if you're talking to a group of people and sharing that. And, yes, it just really doesn't have to be a Netflix um, original. You know what, Leslie, I think the problem is that we don't like to be on camera. And we've mm. been fighting that, uh, especially now with COVID, with, like, the Zoom calls and the Meet calls. We've been fighting over that. And I think the more that we're going into this pandemic, the less people will be afraid to to record themselves. Uh, but I think that that was, a, at least for me, my main issue. You know, being mm. on camera was uncomfortable. And that's why it takes, like, some time to get used to yourself. It does. <laughs> it does. And I, I know what I'm working with teachers. Um, now they'll say, oh, no, I don't like to hear my voice and I don't like to see myself on camera. And I've had to really break it to them that, you know, it was a, it was an awesome moment for me to realise that that's actually what I looked like and sounded like. You know, like you just have to get over that. You just, <laughs> you just have to come to terms with it, honey. Um, and it can feel a bit daunting, um, it was very daunting, actually. Um, so, uh, anyone else got a, a tip or uh, uh, share an experience for their video? Here we go, Harado. Let's ask Leslie. Harado first. Before Harado, I don't mean to interrupt everyone. I have to hop off, so I'd want to say thank you, but I will be on oh, for the thank next you, session. Becky. I love so you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so, Harado. Yes, thank you. Him. I. I I, I told you that I haven't enough time to do that. So my video, I was really stressed about recording because the next time I did it, again and again. And my stress keep my eyes closed. I didn't see my camera. I always keep my eyes to the desk. And when I saw the results, I, I just wow and do it again and do it again until if you see my video, whatever I have the eyes closed. It, uh, they are like aligns. You can see my eyes. Not yeah, and it's yeah, like we just kind of keep you know we see the all these issues in our video, and then we, you know then we have to realize that um, it's the content. It's what we're trying to provide. And I, and I know, Lewis, I think you did yours about, what, 60 times? <laughs> no, that, that, was, that, was, that was Innovator. Oh, that was, innovator that I have was like, the other one. So you got better. Have, for Innovator, I have, like, I, I'm not exaggerating, around 50 different takes that I did. Yeah. But no, this one, this one was a little more, um, I had already done the test. I had, I had all my tests because I actually started level two first. And then mm -hmm. since I wanted to become trainer, I had to go down to level one so I could do the assessment. And it was awesome. And then one of these days, my buddy Federico, who's also a trainer and, uh, and an innovator before me, he said, you know what? Just do it. Just, just yeah, go just do ahead. It. And 
Give me one second. I can show you my video because I have it right here. Oh, all right. There you go. And, uh, I can make rumbling. fun of myself because that's fun. We're rumbling the vulnerability here because oh. we're starting to share. Definitely. We're starting to share our videos. So, um, uh, Lewis, you're going to pop it in the chat there, are you? So, uh, whoa, I'm going to do worse. I'm going to play. <laughs> okay. So first thing you're going to notice, and, and this is stuff that you can do it, but I got in with this, you know, it's not that bad. Uh, you can <laughs> see my eyes reading what I was reading because I, I wrote everything out on, on, on a whiteboard and I just filmed myself with my hand like this, holding onto my phone like this, and just read off the screen. So just look. I've been a technology teacher for almost 20 years. And at Marymount, I've been given the opportunity to help implement the use of the Google Education Suite. And I've had the responsibility of students, teachers, and administrative staff ISTE-based technology curriculum to better suit the needs of our students in the 21st century. I'm also one of the leaders in the Google Educator Group for my country, Colombia and I've been happily participating in educational technology meets with fellow teachers from around our region. In this brief screencast, I'll be demonstrating how to set up the Google Cast for Education for our staff to use in their classrooms with their students. Thank you. So you see, it isn't that hard. Yeah. And, you and you can see me reading. <laughs> and then and, and the camera is shaking. And I didn't have a tripod. I just held it in my hand like yeah. an arm's length. So, it, you know. And it wasn't that bad. And the video is about a tool that's deprecated now. So, you know, but it's there. And I'll, I'll pop it in the chat so people can see. Absolutely. And this is what we're going to get into more if you come and join us in those meets, um, you know, in two weeks' time. Uh, and it'll be a, a meet that's, you know, suited to your time zone. And we can really get down and talk about, you know, videos and if you want to share it privately or put it in the chat and we can uh, we can talk about that in the meets. So, Pili, have you got something to uh, contribute here in the video um, creation zone? Well, I was just thinking that in my case, I, I, like I said, I didn't like myself looking in the camera because uh, when you see yourself on video, and hear yourself, just like you were saying. It's not as when you're like looking at yourself in the mirror, you know? It's so different. You actually get to see yourself, how other people see you, and you're like, am I, do I look like that? <laughs> and it's it, it hurts a little bit your ego. And once you get over it and you accept how you look like, and you want to, and if you want to improve, actually can help you to improve like the way that you speak, your mm -hmm. mannerisms. So recording yourself is not that bad. And the one thing that kept me be, like, besides that, you know, like the selfishness, like, how do you say the vanity of it? Uh, besides that was like the thinking of what should I show? Something that could fit in the time frame that you have. Hmm. So uh, I think a lot of, well, I don't know. I, this is what I thought. I thought that I had to show something different, you know, something like, um, nobody knows or some like very important tip or something. And I thought it over and over and over and over. And it just, that one thing that had uh, that had come out recently was locked mode for Google Forms, locked mode on Chromebooks. Mm -hmm. And so I went with that. <laughs> it was a very simple mm -hmm. thing to show. 
and and I think it worked for my time frame. And in the end, when I looked over a lot of other videos, it's like it doesn't really matter. It's just that you show one tip, one little trick. It doesn't have to be like, oh, nobody knows about this. It can be something that everybody knows, but people tend to forget, like a shortcut or something that you use on a regular basis. So absolutely, just like everybody else was saying, and May was saying on the on that video that she played for us, it's about showing um, yourself and mm. that your personality comes through, and that's what Google is looking for. You're absolutely, that personality that comes through. It's the clarity of the content, the way you present it, um, and it's uh, and in the meets, uh, you know, like in a couple of weeks' time, I'd really like to show some of the examples that. Um, Chris Betcher showed us in the workshop, you know, like from from worst, and it was no one we knew. It was really a mechanical voice that had been used instead of a person's voice, and uh, to uh, you know, to really good presentation that was clear, concise, fitted the time frame, and it was uh, you know, like it, it could be you know well understood by teachers who needed that support. So thank you for that. We're up to our fourth and our very last session that we have called, or Abbott has called, What the Hack. And What the Hack is really a one top tip that uh, our panel can share with you. It could be anything. It could be an organisational method. It could be a DIY. Um, I've got a, a big box here uh, lined with um, uh, material because um, the guy across the road was mowing for a while. I hope you didn't hear him. Um, but it does cut down on the sound and it's a DIY-free hack. So those kind of things we're going to just focus on in this last little session. Hey, and Leslie, who'd like sorry, to go first? Did you Billy? see this question? Oh, right. I would like to know if there is a reference format to prepare the feedback forms? Mm. That's a good question. It is a good question. Chris, I can see Chris sitting there back in the background. I mean, if he's game um, and he has uh, some sort of an idea, hop on, Chris. Sure. So that is a good question. Yeah, I'm just trying to find it in the chat so I can read it word for word. Put it back um, on again, please, yeah. uh, whoever that handy person was. <laughs> there it is. In other words, is there like a template? Is there like a, a standard approach to the form? I think um, there isn't really, and I probably wouldn't recommend doing a standard form because um, every training is slightly different and the questions you want to ask are probably going to be slightly different um, and every audience is slightly different. Um, but that said, there's some, there, there probably is some common things, like you want to know you know, their name, their email address, their contact details. You want to know... Generally speaking, in a, in a feedback form, it depends whether you're doing a, a pre-form or a post-form. In a pre-form, you probably want to ask where they where their current skill level, where they perceive their current skill level is on certain things. And in the post-form, you want to ask the same question again so you can see if there's been growth. And what you typically expect is in the pre-form, you'd have a skew towards the lower end of I don't know much about these things. And in the post-form, hopefully, if you've done a good job, you should see a skew towards the higher end where now they know more than they did when they started. Um, if you're training on a specific tool, you probably want to ask specific questions if it's a more general thing. So, yeah, I, I don't think there's really a, a template as such, but there's probably, she's probably right in saying that there is probably a few standard things you probably want to get 
too, what even I, you ask them in a particular way. I remember that I found, like, I think it was during the, the, the trainer, the, I think it was during the, the training for the skills assessment that there yep. were like a couple of forms that were suggested. Kind of like take this example. Right, I remember right. because I used mm -hmm. one of those. I would, yeah, I, I would think bear in mind different examples. I would bear in mind basic stuff like get their email. Yeah. Um, get let them score you as a presenter and as your content, so you know what to do better for next time. Mm -hmm. And also maybe like drop. I, I always love giving people certificates for attending or whatever, just because teachers love a certificate and getting a certificate back to them. Um, motivates them in filling out your form so that they get their certificate, which which really helps. Yeah. I, I, I would say rather than give someone kind of a standard template for feedback forms, the better solution would be to give someone uh, a collection of feedback forms to look at so they can see yeah. a variety and then they can pick and choose which bits will work for them. And the other thing I'd say about feedback forms in general, and I think it's a problem with Google Forms sorry, people's use of Google Forms, mm. we could probably accurate, uh, in general, is that it's very easy to get comfortable with certain question types that you like. And I do find that people, like they go, oh, you know, they use a multiple choice question or a short answer question, and then they kind of use that for everything. Mm. And there's like, you know, 13 different question types in Google Forms, and they all have a specific use in collecting mm. a specific type of information you're after. So just as you're designing your forms, just really think about the types of questions that are available and use the right question to collect the kind of information that you think will be useful to you. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Chris. That was that was really valuable. And sorry to jump that on you, but I, I knew no, you'd have a good answer. That's <laughs> okay. So we'll we'll move on to that last um, session now. Uh, we've got loads of questions and loads of ideas that we can expand on in the um, in the future meets, so we can get people to turn on their mics. So what the hack? Has anyone got a hack? that they have developed, it might be organization, it could be a cardboard box like mine, <laughs> or um, so has anyone got a hack that they want to share in these last few minutes? I have one Gilly? that I'm trying to use right now. <laughs> I have a very, very small ring light because I'm like so not a pro at this uh, here. So I bought it like recently and I wanted to make sure that whenever I record a video, I'm like well illuminated and it works really well but I wear glasses. Yeah. So recently I found Jen Hall. So shout out to Jen Hall. Yep. That she also wears glasses. She turns it around and has like a reflection surface. So depends on the camera in this computer is not working very well, but um, you actually turn it around, put it on a like white piece of paper and it acts as a reflection surface to get indirect lighting. Yep. So that would be my hack. That is so cool. Yes. Shout out to Jen. Yeah, absolutely. When Jen showed her setup, I, I messaged her and said, why have you got your ring light facing the wall? And she said, because I wear glasses and it shows up. And then Pilly's just taken it to another step. Yeah, to the, to the poor person's step. <laughs> Even if you don't wear glasses, though, like a, a, a ring light close to your face, depending yeah. on how close you are to the camera, you end up with like the circles in your eyes. It actually makes you look like a werewolf with these yeah. sort of circular eyes. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got to really position that that light. 
Um, so anyone else have a, a hack as we are pulling this to a close? Who else has a clever oh, idea? Louise, Louise has one. Ah, oh, Louise. The, the little one that he showed. Yes. Well, no, I, <clears throat> I, I love this tool called Autocrat. <laughs> and I can't, I can't help but use it, but I use it for, for every time there's a form, there's a feedback, there's like a certificate or people get something back and it looks supremely organized and people really appreciate it. And all it is is a spreadsheet. And and my my drive might look like a mess and there's like certificates all over the place, but to people who receive them, they think I'm the most organized person in the world. Lewis has saved us so many times in Global GED with his um, his autocrat methods and organization and we'll say you know can you take this on can you organize this we've got like 250 people who need a response yep fine mm. so it's really really great and so it's not really a hack as such but uh, it's a tip i suppose when people are making their videos like mm. when you go into that video making process start with the mindset that this will be the first of many many takes mm. Because I think people go into it thinking, oh, I'm just going to record my video. And then when, when it doesn't, uh, and they think, yeah. well, that wasn't very good. And then they get frustrated. But if you go in there knowing that, like, you're probably not going to get this right till at least take 10, right, then it just changes your mindset. Definitely. Yep. Good, good tip. That's really good. Okay. So, um, Gerardo. Yes, I, I, I want to show my hack. I, I, I really hate be uh, have my desktop full of stuff I need to clean up. So it's the same with my desktop and my screen. I don't have icons. I don't have files. I need to be clean to work. It, it's, it's needed for me. I can see anymore. Absolutely. And it's really important for us, yeah, to be able to encourage teachers to clean up their drive and clean up their... Um, uh, their desktop and uh, get a bit of control uh, in their um, in their Google Drive. So thanks, Gerardo. That's great. In fact, I'm going to have to clean up my desktop, I think, because at the end of the week I usually throw things out there and it's my um, end of the week little housekeeping tip. So Gerardo's got me back on track again. That's the best thing about using a Chromebook. You can't put stuff on your desktop. So it has to be clean. <laughs> I don't know what these people are talking about. <laughs> I was just writing that out in the chat and, and then you verbalized yeah, it through yeah. magic. He, he's got it in there. So this well, is going to bring Mac allows you to Sorry? put it like, yeah, really? uh, Mac allows you to put it all together, right? Like I have all my screenshots in like one pile. So it's like neatly on a corner. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, so this is the end of our very first uh, live event uh, to encourage people to think about and come and talk to us uh, to become uh, a Google for Education certified trainer. And I want to say a special, special thanks to our two Googlers, May and Chris, who shared their time and expertise with us. Thank you, Chris, for staying on and saving our bacon as far as the feedback question. That was great. And also thanks so much to the panel. Uh, Pili and Becky, who's had to leave for another session, uh, Gerardo and Lewis, you know, you were fabulous. You know, I had this idea and I said, what do you think? And these these four people just jumped on and said, let's run with it. This is it. 
and you know like I had a kind of a, a basic idea and everyone you know pulled and tugged and and molded it into something that I think is going to be really useful and um Abbott he's been on there he's been on he's been fixing the videos he's been in the background there and Abbott's from UK he is uh Abbott Patel is a co-founder and he is amazing. And uh, thank you so much, Abbott. And I want to uh, say a special shout out as well to Shannon Moore because she came on to our team midway through our organisation and, and Shannon is the why person. Um, you know, I can say, let's do, let's do an elevator pitch. And she said, why? I, oh, well, because I thought it was good. But she made us really think about, like, why are you going to do this? Is it going to be helpful? And so I really wanted to give a shout-out there uh, for Shannon as well. Um, so don't forget that in a couple of weeks' time we'll have another follow-up meet. Can you put that on to the next slide, Mr Slide Person or Mrs Slide Person? Yes. So we're going to, we're going to have these live events every month. This is our thinking. And then we're going to have some open chat meets uh, that are going to uh, be helpful for PST time, CST time, AED time, and it sounds like I've just swallowed a, an alphabet, but they're the time zones. And uh, we're going to run them through to uh, February and March, have a live event, really uh, plant the seed, get people interested, and then come on to a team either in the Americas, US, New Zealand cohort, or the next slide is the EMEA cohort. And we've got, we've got some times to be um, announced there. So we'll tweak them out and um, uh, be able to help you uh, in the future. So thank you so much for everyone coming along here. I can see some people that I know from Australia. Juliet has been here all throughout and thank you so much for all the global GEG people coming in and adding so much to the chat and encouraging a lot of conversation there. Thank you very much everyone and we're pulling this to a close and ending the broadcast now and please share this link out so people can watch it again. So thanks very much and um, and we'll see you in a month and some of you in a fortnight on a meet. And don't forget to fill the feed, uh, the feedback form. Thank you, Pili. Thanks, team. Awesome job. Thanks so much, Chris. Nothing's happy. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Elevator's finished. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks okay. so much. So happy to be with you. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay, then. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Pili. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you, guys.